I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. Your number one no rules gay shit podcast. Ah! Your favorite podcast from two conventionally attractive women and a stupid idiot wiener dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's conventionally attractive. He actually dog, is. People stare at him in the street. It's really upsetting. He gets catcalled constantly. Yeah, old ass women are hanging out of their luxury SUVs to be like, mm-hmm. what a cute boy. Yesterday <laughs> I had him outside of Starbucks and some woman went, oh, I have two wiener dogs and then just walked away. Uh-huh. I was like, damn, did you forget about them? <laughs> People are like, is that a wiener dog? And I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, he's too small and he's the wrong color. And I'm like, okay, I'm not a biologist. I don't know. <laughs> He's a rescue. <laughs> I don't know why he's like this either. I just feed him. <laughs> I think he's just the right size. I think he's I good. I think he's just the right size. Yeah. He's he's a skinny legend. I think he's about 10 pounds. Yeah. And he's black and he's white also. And he likes to throw his body around. Yeah, that's true. He stormed so hard today when he was in my arms that he almost launched himself <laughs> off my center floor balcony to an <laughs> untimely and splattery death. On the concrete. Which was cool. And I definitely didn't almost try. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How are you? I'm good. It's hot out. It's really hot out. We are... What's up with us? We did we did a show on Thursday. Yeah. We're doing a show tonight. You have a spot and you're co-producing. Yeah. I'm hosting. hosting. Yeah. Yes. Classic Sophie producing me hosting Honestly, combination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can accuse me of nepotism because I never book the shows. <laughs> That's true. You get us to co-produce afterwards. Yeah. But you would put me on anyways, right? Obviously. <laughs> Nobody can accuse me of that's dead um, um we talked then. about toronto in our bonus episode because we just got back but mm-hmm. briefly we also just got back from toronto mm-hmm. we did lots of spots we mm-hmm. had a good time we ate some very fine meals we larped up as people whose parents pay our rent yeah. it was truly so fun so yeah we had a good time there mm-hmm. and yeah we're back to the regular we're back at it, looking looking good, feeling refreshed. We took a vacation. We ran all over the city like spot hogs. We're back in Ottawa, keeping that energy, oh, yeah. blessing everybody with our new fits. It's good. It's good. City girl summer. <laughs> <laughs> city girl summer, two Yeah. <laughs> On our hot girl shit. Hell yeah. So should we talk about some stuff? Yeah. So it's time for Cam Paul. Cam Paul. Doug Ford's education cuts to OSAP, the Ontario Student Assistance Program, have finally taken effect. So people are getting their loan assessments and being informed of how much money they're going to be getting in grants and in loans for the upcoming 2019-2020 academic year. Okay. 
and they're angry (laughs) because there's been, I think, $220 million in cuts. Okay, wow. I think, and the free tuition for low-income students that was put into place by the liberal government and Kathleen Wynne was completely eliminated. Okay. So, like, if your parents or, you know, your guardians made under a certain amount of money, you would have free tuition. Yeah. I I had access to that as a mature student. Nice. Because, I mean, like, I didn't have to sign off on how much money my parents made because I was over 21. Right. So I I had access to those grants and loans, which was awesome. That's sweet. And also, oh, the six-month loan forgiveness or loan deferral process. So there's a six-month, or there was, sorry, a six-month grace period after you graduate from university before you have to start repaying your loans. Okay, so you don't have to pay anything on it for six months. Exactly, so that doesn't exist anymore. Great. Yeah. And people are angry. People are saying that they're getting, like, half of what they used to get. Yeah. So people who were getting, you know... 13 grand a year or whatever getting seven jesus christ sort of thing yeah. yeah that's a big difference yeah definitely well some people were just really living below the poverty line but you know paying their tuition and their rent yeah with their loan money mm-hmm. and then especially graduate students right yeah and then just working during the summer so that luxury is really over for a lot of people. Not, you know, not luxury, but I mean, yeah, people who didn't work during the school year, that's basically over. <laughs> yeah, you got Unless you, you're getting money from somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, because no one's fucking living eight months of the year on seven grand, that's for sure. No, that's not happening. That's basically what tuition costs. It's just that there's not going to be any extra money that could be used... From your loans towards, like, rent or books or whatever. Oh, they also eliminated mandatory student fees. Okay. Oh, yeah. So what that would mean is that there used to be, you know, student fees that were included in your tuition that would do things like make sure that everybody got a bus pass. Yeah. With your tuition and everybody got access to health services. Right. Right? The, a lot of universities have like the gym membership built in, but you can't opt out because even if you don't want it, they use it to go towards other yeah, of parts course. of the athletic services and stuff like that. So I've, I've talked to a bunch of people about this and like I don't personally use public transit a lot. Like when the weather's nice, I mostly get around on my bike and I'm lucky that I do have a car yeah but a lot of people that have cars when I was in university would love to complain that they would have to pay for a parking pass and they would have to pay for the bus pass too and it's like well you can afford a car it's (laughs) not that doesn't mean you're rich I mean like I'm like a prime example of that but you can afford a car so what you're doing is paying an extra hundred and forty dollars a semester so that you can subsidize, like, a bus pass for somebody else. Yeah. And, I mean, if you don't want to pay for a parking pass, you can take the bus. Use the bus pass. <laughs> exactly. 
So. So, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And people who live far enough away that they would have to take a car are actually allowed to opt out of the bus pass. Yeah, you just have to provide documentation about where you're living, which is, like, not unreasonable. Yeah, I think it's, like, 30 kilometers from campus or something like that. Yeah. Which makes sense, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean... Mm-hmm. But now people can opt out of all those things, right? Yeah. Cool. Oh, thank God that Dad Ford has done so much in the war against the tar, John. <laughs> <laughs> He's pro-tar for the record. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. And between this and, like, the reinstatement of, like, toll highways. <laughs> He's done so much. Love it. Yeah. So people are freaking out reasonably. Yeah, that's really... Like, I'm glad that I'm not in school right now. Yeah. Because that's a lot of changes all at once. And obviously it's, like, people who are getting less OSAP money mm-hmm. are probably going to be opt-outing, opting out of stuff in their student fees. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, be made to feel like bad people for that. I'm right? not super worried about no. that. I mean, compared to, like... You don't think people are going to opt out of stuff to try and save money because they're getting less loan stuff? Of course they will, and that will have a negative effect on everyone, primarily on the other students, like themselves, who don't have access to those things. Yeah. But I I don't think you have to tell anyone how much tuition you are or aren't paying, right? I don't think So I wouldn't worry about those people getting shamed, you know? Yeah, it's a bit mess. Definitely. I just... It's just, like, being a student is already so... Some people treat it like it's a vacation, you know, that aren't paying for it themselves. Yeah. But it's already so hard when it's, like, the choices between... They're like, hey, you can give us a bunch of money and we'll give you this fake piece of paper and maybe you'll get a job that will pull you out of, like, the ditch of poverty (laughs) (laughs) when you finish. But there's going to be a lot of weeks where you're gonna only have like oats and a tin of beans in your cover (laughs) yeah (laughs) right and it it is really a huge divide and a perpetual cycle in who gets ahead in academia and who gets jobs where you need advanced degrees because it privileges people who can afford to be quote-unquote poor for a long time or people who can go without generating income generating income themselves Mm -hmm. right and there's huge grade differentials in people who have to work during the school year and people who don't yeah definitely so it's just like the system is already set up to seriously privilege people like every other institution to seriously privilege people who just had means going in, right? Yeah, who didn't mm-hmm. have to really change anything about no their exactly. lifestyle necessarily to go to school. Like, yeah, I live with three girls who didn't pay their rent when I was in undergrad, and or their bills, nice. or probably their spending. I have no idea what they paid for, but definitely not their rent and bills. Probably not even their fucking groceries. When I lived in Halifax, and I had to work. Obviously, I was like working at mostly at Buffalo Wild Wings at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of my roommates was such a fucking cunt. And one time she left a note on the fridge that was like, could we all just try to keep 
the electricity usage down a little bit this month because the bill's just been a little bit high. And I was like, I'm the only one who pays the electricity bill out of my own pocket. What the fuck? I think your dad will be literally fine if the bill's more expensive by $10 this month. Oh my god. Like, read the room, Nicola. It's not really appropriate. No. (laughs) (laughs) Off peak for life. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. That's really frustrating. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lived with um, two girls, so me and my one friend, obviously we were, like, paying our own bills and our own rent and stuff and, like, Mm -hmm. working a lot. And then the other girl wasn't paying her own rent or utilities or Mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. And all of the bills were in her name. Oh. (laughs) And then... Placid. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, we would send her our portions of the bills. Mm Mm-hmm. And she just wasn't paying them. What? Yeah. So she was, like, stealing our money. But she also wasn't even paying her own bills. Oh. Yeah. That's so psycho. But, I mean, I guess it, it made sense. Yeah, it was really weird. Wow. Yeah, and then our electricity got cut off. I should pay my hydro bill. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Since I've been, I literally woke up this morning in a panic because I realized I haven't checked the mail since my brother left. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of which, shirts have been delivered to the post office. I have to go pick them up. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I feel like that's always the way. Not not that your rich roommates always steal from you. That, but, uh, yeah. Bills are always, like, in their name. It's, like, I remember going without, like, food and stuff because I was, like, too embarrassed to not be able to make rent or make bills to, like, my own roommates. Right, because you were right? sending them money or giving them money. Exactly. Yeah. On time, right? It's also <laughs> a really good way of uh, stopping your roommates from building credit. Amazing. People will probably need it more. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even right? think about that. Yeah. Damn. It's very annoying. Good thing everything's in my name here and I haven't been paying it. Bitch, <laughs> 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 I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, so fuck you, Dead Ford. Once again. Fuck your dead brother. Yep. Fuck your dead fat brother's dumbass wife. Yep. Fuck all of you. Fuck Matt Bernier. Mm-hmm. The whole squad. Stephen Harper, Jason Kenney. Crew. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about influencers. Oh my yeah. god, Bobby, stop licking me, honey. Mm-mm. All right. Wow, this actually uh, ties in really well. <laughs> so there are some Instagram influencers who are in a relationship Mm-hmm. Uh, by the name of Catalin Onk and Elena Engelhart. Okay. And they run an Instagram account called Another Beautiful Day. And gay. Gay. Yeah, <laughs> they're literally so gay looking. Um, like. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, they're pretty hot. Yeah. But I mean, they're influencers, I guess. Yeah. So they're from Germany, and um, pretty much they've been obviously traveling for a long time. You know, that's what influencers do. They post pictures of their travels, whatever the fuck. They decided to start a GoFundMe account to raise money for them to do a bike trip from Germany to Africa. Okay. (laughs) Don't know where in Africa. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And through this process of them trying to raise money for their trip, it was revealed that they actually don't work and the guy's mother pays for all of their expenses. Yeah. And she has, like, three jobs to support them. That's so insane. So that they can take dumbass Instagram pictures. That's so insane. Yeah. And they only have 46,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. Also so that. it's like, is it worth it? I mean. No. It's not. No. Yeah, they have 46,000 followers. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I guess people didn't realize that, you know, anyone can be an influencer if you have enough money. Literally. They're just, like, trying to be models. So, people are complaining because they're looking to raise 10,000 euros, which is a little over $11,000, through their GoFundMe to pay for, basically, everything associated with this trip that they want to take. So, like, accommodation, SIM cards, also bikes. And nobody (laughs) knows why they want to go on the trip. Oh, what's always dead is when someone who... uh, Like, DBM by Jetspert here. When (laughs) someone who doesn't even own a bike yet plans to take an international cycling trip like why don't you start with like 10 kilometers like calm down you're gonna like die (laughs) also these people are like malnourished yeah they can't they'll literally die if they (laughs) if they get on a bike for the first time and try and they're like where should i go Mm, africa (laughs) (laughs) they're going on like a death march Dead. Like, it's just like, I don't know what their plan is. M- Mount Everest fucking Europe edition. <laughs> yeah. we're, and we're here for it. <laughs> so, yeah, like, nobody knows what the purpose of the trip is. Okay. Really. Um, they just, on their GoFundMe page, said, We could write a long text about mental health or global warming. We could tell you about following your dreams or how important stepping out of your comfort zone is. We could tell you how beautiful traveling is and its benefits or the fact that most news doesn't match reality. We want to go on a celebration of life as we ride freely across mountains, by the sea, and through metropolitans. We will show the beauty of this planet and its inhabitants, but also the ugliness. (laughs) Together we can make a difference. Less talking, more action. That's what they think they're doing right by, like, being, like, conventionally attractive people who have, like, starved themselves and covered themselves in tattoos. Yeah, they think they're They're showing ugliness. Something beautiful can also be so ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have to say, the number one thing that I hate is when rich people, we've talked about this before, but, like, rich people are, like, you should really travel. It'll, like, change your life and, like, expand your brain. And it's, like, I'm trying my best. (laughs) My brain is so small. No, I'm trying my best, but, like, I don't have money. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, here, my activism is posting beautiful pictures of exotic locales and then telling you about how it changed my life. And I don't wear shoes now. <laughs> I don't understand who like, follows these accounts. Like, other people that can afford to travel? No, I think it's aspirational. Okay. Like, I think it's the same as these girls that you know, follow, like, insane Fitzbo accounts. I guess, And yeah. stuff like that. Like, it's it's something to aspire to. It's not something that's gonna happen. I guess. Right. It just seems depressing. I think so. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I had to unfollow that girl that I told you about who, in the same era of me being friends with all rich people when I lived in Halifax and didn't have any money, whose dad is, like, the Canadian CEO of fucking Subway or something, and she, like, is in a different country, like, every three weeks on Instagram. Oh. She, I don't know when she was lost in Canada. Probably Christmas. She's probably fucking ice dating with her family in Northern to back her, like, riding horses or something. How fucking quaint, right? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's like, she's in countries I've never heard of. Yeah, you're like, where it, like... She's like, she's like, love to jaw off to Lutzenberg. That's to... See, even... I'm so obviously not rich and well-traveled. That's the best example I can think of of a country (laughs) I haven't heard of. There are so many more obscure countries than that. I don't think that these German people know... Could name any country in Africa. Right, that's why they said Africa. That's what I would have done. (laughs) (laughs) Under the circumstances. We're going to Africa. All of it. Do you want to see how many countries I can name in Africa? It's not a racist thing. I can't do it in Asia either. Or like basically anywhere. I'm not even... I could do like the big five in Europe maybe. Okay. Okay. So we got Egypt. Okay. Morocco. Mm -hmm. Cameroon. Chad. Yeah. Kenya. Mm-hmm. Senegal. Mm-hmm. Cote d'Ivoire. Madagascar. Mm-hmm. Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Somalia. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's gonna get real thin here. Tondo. Okay. so bad at geography. <laughs> Alex Trebek, if you're listening, I'm really good at geography. Um, <laughs> shit. I'm I'm clean out. That was 11. That was pretty really? good. Really? Yeah. How many countries are there in Africa? Like 60? There's way more than 11, but that was good. Okay, thanks. Yeah. thanks. You named a lot of the ones I would name as well. Yeah. South Africa. Nigeria. Oh, Nigeria. That's a big one. Um... Oh, Republic South Africa. of Rwanda. Yeah. Um, Mozambique. You remember that one because it has a name. You remember Rwanda because of the movie slash genocide. Yeah, Mozambique because my friend moved there. Right. Um, the Seychelles. <laughs> okay, that's random. Uh, that's like a vac- named, vacation place, right? Yeah. I'm just going off ones that you haven't named yet that I could still name. That's the problem. Um, what about Tanzania? Or am I thinking about Tasmania? Ta- which Tanzania? is Tanzania. Yeah, Damn. that's a place. Hell yeah, bitch. Um, what are ones near Egypt? Man, I think we're doing okay. Okay, I think we basically named the edges. Yeah, we did. We're really fucking up in the middle. Yeah. Liberia. Yeah. Liberia, yeah. What about Libya? Libya, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. You did the heavy lifting on that one. Thanks. Because you went first. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, is, that is how that works sometimes. I probably couldn't name very many Asian countries. 
Is this going to be a podcast? Is a podcast where we name countries now? No, I'm just saying. Uh, no, I know. I'm, I was like about to start. That's why. <laughs> Good. No. Uh, there's an episode of Crumb Town where they had uh, Bam Margera as a guest, and okay. he was like, he was like, name any country, I'll tell you the capital. Damn. And they just did it for so long. That's cool. <laughs> that is something I would not have expected Bam Margera to be good at. That's impressive. But I used to be able to name all 50 states. Oh, there's no fucking way. I think I would also tap out it. I could probably get to like 23. That's pretty good. That's like 50%. I did get halfway. Yeah. Always forget the, the middle again. No, seriously. Yeah. Even the top might be kind of hard. Yeah. So speaking of foreign policy... The U.S. almost got into a fucking war with Iran again, mm-hmm. and they still very well might, because essentially Trump called a military attack on Iran because they shot down an unmanned American drone. Okay. So he said that they were going to quote unquote retaliate similarly. But then he called it off 10 minutes before the missiles were intended to be fired because he thought that there may be too many civilian casualties, even though they had already thought this out. So they decided to do it at a time that would have been early in the morning in Iran in hopes that people wouldn't be on the streets. Right. It would have been about 9 p.m. here. Okay. But then they realized that there could still be, by their estimation, up to 150 civilian casualties. Mm. So he called off the strikes because he said that he didn't think that it was an appropriate (laughs) retaliation for shooting down a machine, which I definitely agree with. But it's like, damn, it really took you that long to come to it. Yeah, 10 minutes. You know, someone hurt your little machine doesn't seem like a good reason to, you know, start a fucking war, but whatever. And, I mean, there's always been, like, a lot of tensions between the U.S. and Iran because of, say it with me, oil, right? Yeah. But there's, tensions have been escalating in the past year or so because, you know, the U.S. suspected that Iran had interfered with some oil tankers and the U.S. lifted a ban on sanctions that they had on the Iranian government about, like, how many nuclear goods they could have and sell. Yeah. So they really fucked with the Iranian economy. Right. So things have been tense. Yeah. Regular. More so. More so. More than regular tense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully the world will end in a fiery explosion sooner rather than later. I would like to reiterate, this is an accelerationist podcast. (laughs) Yeah, but hopefully somebody finally yanked on Trump's leash and told him to take a deep breath before he made announcements or (laughs) or at least before he fired missiles. So a lot of people think that because like, especially because Trump is like particularly trigger happy, Mm -hmm. that Iran is trying to force an escalation Mm -hmm. of tensions with the United States in hopes that they'll get some attention from like Asian and European allies and then force Trump back to the negotiating table about 
whether or not he can impose sanctions on how many nuclear weapons they can have. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so that's one theory. And a lot of people in the States are really pissed that he's taking risks like this, obviously. It's even divided Republicans. Yeah. And people who are on what I would call kind of the right side of the quote-unquote left. you know, Like, people that are, like, center-right. Yeah. It's like Tulsi Gabbard, who's, like, famously pretty pro-military, mm-hmm. has even said that, you know, like, if Trump doesn't watch what he's doing, he's going to be returning to the States with, like, his tail between his legs, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Issues like this really, um... I don't want to say are nonpartisan, but they kind of are, like... Everybody can have pretty different opinions about it, no matter where they fall on the political spectrum, right? Like, Yeah, so I think that regardless of people's political war hockey tendencies, most politicians, particularly Democrats, and even like a lot of quote-unquote common sense Republicans, common sense conservatives, even if they are pro-troops... They're reasonable people, so they probably Are. don't want to see the world end in a war. Yeah, they're <laughs> I hate to give war. them literally any. I hate to give them literally any credit, but it's like, even if it's only in self interest, they probably don't want to get their shit blown up. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so a lot of people are, are kind of pushing back on uh, on Trump, and they, they know that he's kind of a hothead and a wild card. But I don't know. I think also it's it probably wouldn't be a particularly lucrative war, which might normally press a lot of, like, Republicans towards it, a la Afghanistan and Iraq, because I tend to think that maybe they've gotten as much as they already can. Right, out like of it's those countries. Particularly beneficial, I guess. No, I don't think so. Hmm. It might, it would definitely do more harm than dead, like most wars, but, yeah. you know, in their eyes as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's good. Big shouts to friend of the pod, Alex Basiri, our Iranian correspondent who probably knows that we butchered a lot of parts of this story but if it still stands Alex I will be involved in a sham marriage to you if Iran does enter a war with the United States you can come to Canada I will be your fake wife (laughs) that's true (laughs) all right let's talk about some other technology that isn't missile related (laughs) but equally as harmful Ooh. A study came out that said that cell phones are causing young people to grow horns. But guys, it's not the way you would think, alright? Doesn't that just, isn't, doesn't that almost sound like a parody attempt at, like, like, Puritan technology fear? Yeah, it's like... You know what I mean? Devil. Doesn't that, doesn't that sound like something, like, you know, like a Mennonite would say or something? Like, watching TV, you'll grow horns? I don't... De- <laughs> Yeah. Right? I definitely think that it's, um, people have been framing it that way mm-hmm. for the imagery. Yeah. Because I read the study. Right. And what it says is that people having, like, forward head posture from looking down at their cell phones all the time mm-hmm. is causing bone spurs at the back of their skull along their neck. Oh. So, like, coming down. Right. From 
pressure from tendons and ligaments. You know, like, people get bone spurs all the time in their ankles, their heels, whatever. When you're older, it's kind of like a callus on your bones. Okay. And But they've just never seen them in your neck and your skull before because people have never really had a reason to move their head at unnatural angles mm-hmm. until cell phones. Right. Okay. So... People are growing horns, but not in, like, the cool forehead, like, Hellboy way. No. Damn. They're growing bone growths at the base of their skull, like, they're, down kind of where their spine is. They're, like, on their Quasimodo shit. Yeah. On a small scale. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I am really, really afraid about... <laughs> Speaking of, like, the unadoptive nature of how we, like, stare down at our phones and whatnot, I have read a similarly alarmist article that was about tech neck, which is about how younger and younger women are getting Botox and fillers in their neck Mm. (laughs) because staring down at their phone is giving them neck wrinkles. And I've seen it firsthand, but I'm I'm proud to say I I have not encountered any on my own neck. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> just to give you something else to freak out about yeah. yeah fuck yeah so no horns <laughs> so no horn so when with the articles that said it's not giving you horns did they mean that the whole study was fake or did it mean it's not giving you horns in a cool way i th- they meant like it's just bone spurs which are normal just in a different spot okay yeah all right do you... Okay, I don't know if there's any truth to any of this. Okay. But you, you... Did your parents ever do the thing where they're like, if you sleep with your phone in your bed, like, it'll fry your brain. Or if you keep your phone in your pocket, it'll, like, give you nut cancer if you're a dude. Or if you hold your laptop on your stomach, it'll, like, make your ovaries not work, which is my preferred method of contraception. Yeah, they um, did. But I, that's why I started sleeping with my laptop and my cell phone under my pillow because <laughs> i'm trying to be bimbo fied yeah. <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> my parents didn't do that like a super lot but they were just like we don't know what it will do because i think your parents true. are kind of like the same age as mine if not a little bit older so i just assumed yeah. that they would probably have the same similar my dad doesn't say watch shit like that. My mom loves it though. My parents, but she also thinks magic is real. Okay. Oh, your mom thinks magic is real. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's another thing. Yeah, and ghosts. Oh, my parents and ghosts are real. Mm-hmm. My dad, one time when I was a kid, I made a Ouija board mm-hmm. out of cardboard with a sharpie, and he made me burn it in the fireplace. <laughs> I hadn't even used it yet. <laughs> You know, when you burn a, a, a Ouija in your fireplace, it means that you don't get to talk to your departed loved ones in heaven. You actually got to talk to demons in hell. Fuck. <laughs> shit. Not again, Richard. <laughs> Richard. He's on his Catholic shit. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Sophie's dad. <laughs> He's a reply guy for your dog. Oh yeah, that's true. He loves he loves Bobby. Sent him a picture of Bobby when we were in Toronto, and he replied with a voice note that was him going, "Hi, Bobby." Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. You didn't tell me that. No, I didn't. <laughs> did you play it for Bobby? I did. Did he like it? He was like, "Who's that?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about the internet? The internet. 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 <laughs>
microphones? We're using two <laughs> microphones. 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 Oh shit, I just laughed really loud into the mic. Also, so that we don't have to record the podcast like we're Siamese twins. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. Because we actually had to stick. We still, we're recording on two mics now, but we still have to press our heads together because we actually only each have half a brain. So. (laughs) You guys know how it is. I'm a neuroscientist, so. Astro- you got your degree. Yeah, yeah. Hi yeah. guys, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fake bimbo. I got an email from the university this week to tell me that I have a, I am the proud owner, the not proud owner of a bachelor of science now. Wow, to have your whole life's work undone by one automated email. So that's right, guys. Every time we did science bitch media on this podcast, or I said I'm a science or a doctor, that was true. And whatever I said immediately before or after it was also true. I'm based in facts and peer review studies. Correct. That I did myself. Yep. <laughs> A really good way of pissing Ev off is by calling things studies. That don't make any sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> she's, she really cares about the integrity of the study process. Would you shut up? <laughs> People are like, so, like, I took a survey or, like, I did a study or whatever. And it's like, okay, but you don't have, like, a, a you didn't do good sampling. Okay. <laughs> You don't have a reliable or valid um, structure. Okay. All All right. right. That's enough science. I've been exposed on the pod. Do you have any beefs this week? You know, I thought I was going to have a beef, Mm -hmm. but it just didn't pan out. It was like everybody that I felt like I needed to beef. I just ended up feeling bad for them because I was like, wow, your life is so sad. That's like what I always say. I I would come for my haters, but it feels like punching down. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. So, I don't. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, iconically, it's like just hating from outside the club or whatever. But have you ever seen that shit that it's like, does anyone who seems like their life is going right, like, you think they're really talking shit to people on the internet? Of course not. No, probably not. Honestly, like, when someone's being, like, a real hater or something, you just have to sit back and be like, is it a better look for me to just be better than this person in every way and not address it? Absolutely. <laughs> or should I should time. I stoop to their level and give them what they want by engaging with them, right? Yeah. Unless it's funny. I that's mean, the only... That's And even then, it's like, sometimes it's like... Sometimes it's funny, but it's like, it's only cool to dunk on people if... Um, again, you're not punching down. down. Yeah. Yeah. And I think punching down can be funny in comedy for the record. Used selectively. But it's... If that's like the joke, you know. Yeah, like if that's the point. Exactly. But I don't think that it's... uh, I don't think that it's really appropriate in real life. (laughs) Speaking of which... I have a quick beef about uh, all the bi erasure I've been doing to celebrate Pride Month. (laughs) People are mad at me because I said on the internet that uh, I don't think that you have to come out as as bisexual to your parents unless, first of all, unless there's, 
you don't pass as straight, okay? And a lot of people that are queer or bi like to really think that they don't pass as straight. But they do. But they do. And also a lot of people's parents uh, aren't really that, like, with it. So, So, you know, just because you're like, everyone knows I'm bi because I cuff my pants. It's like, you know who doesn't know? Judy and Dave, your loving parents. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, they they don't. They look like a loser. They just think that's the style now. And they're like, there's going to be a flood. (laughs) 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 Like Dave's on the bits again. It's okay, guys. They don't know. They don't know about Vans bisexuals and Converse bisexuals. Okay. (laughs) Your secret's safe with them. But it's. It's just, like, I was saying that you don't have to come out as bisexual unless, like, for some reason, again, you don't pass as straight or you become seriously engaged with somebody who is of the same gender to the point that you would have to introduce them to your family, right? Like, if you're gonna, you've been together for, I don't know, like, over a year, you're gonna move in together, you're gonna get married or what the fuck ever, like, some sort of reason why you would have to come out. Or you thought you were at risk of being outed for other reasons. For other reasons. Like, I have had a bunch of comments tell me that they did come out to their parents because, like, they did jokes about, like, not being straight and then their parents were coming to see them do comedy. To which I would like to say, you also don't have to come out to your parents as a comedian unless you're going to be outed by other people. (laughs) That would solve that problem. I just want to say that a lot of people think that they need to introduce their partner to their parents (laughs) way before they actually need to that's true (laughs) and like you were saying like if you've been dating for over a year you're gonna move in together you're gonna get married yeah before that there's basically no other reason there's very rarely a reason yeah and like it's it's funny because it's like most of the people who get upset about me saying stuff like this are out to their parents and don't even visibly date people of the same gender yeah you know so it's like and and the other part of the the other thing that made me upset was like these people are taking little to no real risk coming out to their parents right and that's why they feel safe doing it and making such a big deal about it you know because if you came from a more restrictive culture or religious background or you know like if you weren't white and cis, and probably at least upper middle class, then guess what? You'd be doing everything within your fucking power to hide it from your parents that you're not cis and straight. And that is something that people don't fucking acknowledge. Or at least never addressing it. Yeah, Even if you at think least. your parents might suspect it, you know, actually saying something is a whole other situation. It's a whole different, it's a whole other thing, you know? I mean, like, I, I just think that it's not any of my, and then people are like, but then I feel like my parents, I want my parents to know who I am. And it's like, nobody's parents know who they are. Okay. I wish my parents knew less about who I am, but like, it's not going to kill me if they don't know what I'm doing when they're not around. Yeah. I think people that want their parents to know who they are are, like, extreme oversharers. I also think that maybe they've never really experienced that much strife in their personal relationships and they're looking for a reason to fucking cause one. That's possible, yeah. You know? Because also if you have a delicate relationship with your parents, you know, like, maybe you might not want to introduce them to... New new information like that, right? I mean, like, we also... 
I I just like to toe kind of a, a little line where like I just kind of I just kind of mess with whoever I want and I let people think whatever they want and normally people don't really ask me about it and if they do I just don't give them a direct answer sometimes people ask like other people that are close to me about it which kind of annoys me that's very annoying it's really annoying because it's like don't put that on them I hate when people do that I always just encourage this isn't about you specifically Mm -hmm. but if someone asks me something about one of my friends, I always encourage them to ask them themselves. Yeah, of course. Because it's like, why are you asking me? Be honest. Right? Yeah. And I mean, like we were talking to our good friend who's a comic the other day, who's doing some beautiful new bits about how his parents live in another country and they don't know that he's been dating a white girl for five years and they're probably going to get married. Yeah. And they just don't even know he has a girlfriend. Right. So it's yeah. like he's that, but at the same time, his other brother is is gay. So it's like his brother's also obviously not out to his parents either because they live in different countries and he doesn't he doesn't have to be right yeah. now, right? But it's like he's either gonna have to decide to stay in or stay out. But you know what he probably never did was just tell his parents he's gay just because. Just for no reason. Yeah. yeah. Right? Especially if you're bi. Like, the reason why it's called privilege is because when you have that privilege, no one can choose to oppress you but yourself. That's actually a really good way of thinking about it. Right? So if you're bi and you're passing as straight because, you know, you you don't walk through your day-to-day life looking or whatever, presenting as, like, obviously queer and... Maybe you're not in, like, a public relationship with someone of the same gender. That's a that's a privilege. Yeah. You're not interacting with homophobia. And just because people said some shit online, I'm sorry, I kind of think biphobia is fake. And I will erase each and every single one of you systematically on this podcast and on my personal Twitter account. So f- mark my words. <laughs> Yeah, and I also feel like, obviously, yeah, like you were saying, unless you're looking visibly queer, but it's like, that's a pretty specific thing. Like, if someone's oppressing you because you're visibly queer, Mm -hmm. that's homophobia. That's homophobia, I agree. Because they think you look gay. That's true. They don't think, they're not, they don't think you look look bi. Yeah, that's true. You're correct. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Or they're mad that you're not performing your gender in a way that they consider to be appropriate. Yeah, it's true. A lot of the time. Exactly. Homophobia. No, but I mean, even if you're experiencing homophobia as a woman, a lot of the time it's because you're like, true. you're not performing femininity in a way that they would expect it's you to be. To yeah, or same true. thing with masculinity if you're gay, right? Yeah. Right? So yeah, anyways. Tumblr. Tumblr buys. Love the fuck off. I don't care. (laughs) They shut Tumblr down for a reason. (laughs) Stay off the internet. Because you you guys were... uh, were, You guys did not act. You guys were oppressing yourselves about how your parents weren't mad when you came out as bi. (laughs) I kept expecting someone to say something and... Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a dumb bitch of the week? I don't have a double Shit. Damn. No. It's just real F hours I'm out sorry. here. Eh? No, no. It's okay. It is okay. I thought I was going to have one because mm-hmm. I got an 
a Twitter message last night that was really weird and out of context, but it turns out it's someone that I know in real life that just, like, I didn't know that they were following me, and I wasn't following them back. Oh! So that's my request okay. So I was like, ooh, potential dumb bitch. Oh, no, this is someone I know in real life just being dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Happens really all the time. Often. Okay, so... I was, like, having, like, a really bad body day yesterday because I woke up in the morning and made the decision to weigh myself, which is something that I hadn't done in, I don't know, like, a year or a year and a half or something like that. At least not, you know, I used to weigh myself every day, um, and then I just, I just hadn't for some, like, long, undetermined amount of time. And I weighed a lot more than I thought that I did. And I weighed a lot more than I have in a while, even though I don't think I'm actually, like, much larger than I I normally am or anything like that. But it was still just, like, a big number and it kind of freaked me out. Yeah. And then so I was, like, I posted about it on the internet and I just did really important activism about how talking about how I hate my body even though I'm, like, objectively very attractive and everyone wants to have sex with me is, like, is really important. And woke and what people need is conventionally attractive, white-passing women to talk about their body image issues more. Of course, yeah. Especially in their Instagram stories. And post their ass online. Yeah, so that's what I did. I posted a front-facing lewd and then, like, a back-facing lewd, you know, just to get get all the anger. Just so you guys knew, I, I was I was slim, slim thick 360. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the responses poured in, and a lot of them were really, 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 really nice. People sent me, you know, beautiful messages about how, like, they feel bad about their bodies and, like, just being hot doesn't mean, you know, like, a lot of people were like, yeah, I have body dysmorphia, like, you know, it just, just, even if you know what you see in the mirror is, like, fine, it's, like, you can't, yeah, it just doesn't, what you see in the mirror just doesn't translate to your brain, whatever, it doesn't matter, even if you're, you know, even if people think that you're fucking insane to be complaining about what you look like, you know, like, when you're, like, a hard 9.5 out of 10, uh, But I got, also got a lot of really insane responses. Of course. Because, like, men, <laughs> I guess. So this guy, some guy said, like, your body's okay, but you gotta back it up about two cc's on the lip filler. Oh, God. So that was a good one that I got. And it, it's really funny because I also only have, like, a milliliter in my lips. So I was like, so you want me to have reverse lips? <laughs> <laughs> this guy wants me to go back to my original lips and then take and those then take, take out. that out too you'd have no upper lip yeah the plastic surgery expert has logged on because <laughs> my lips were big before but like anyways um so that was dead and i like how he was like okay body i was like bruh like why do people have ghost accounts on instagram like should be illegal. fuck you and then this other guy said, I laughed at your weigh yourself in the morning statement on Twitter because I weigh myself every morning too. I don't weigh myself every morning. <laughs> your weight seems healthy to me and you are rocking those weights in the gym, which is giving you those great curves. Don't be sad. 
why are you sad? So I didn't reply because I was like, what do you mean, why am I sad? I just said why I'm sad, dumbass. And then he said, I know what it is to be sad, even when you have all these reasons not to be. Why is it always the funniest ones that are sad on the inside? Yes. (laughs) Yes, go off, sad clown king. I was like, thank you. Thank you. This guy understands comedy and tragedy. He thinks you're a real Robin Williams. Yeah, and how they live in consistent balance. I'm going to make, like, Robin Williams and fucking off myself if this guy doesn't log out. (laughs) And then he sent me an article... (laughs) <laughs> I guess it's like a, a study or something. It's like whatever. It's a dot edu okay. and it not always reaching your potential is okay, but overthinking it is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's like, you're clearly not reaching your potential here. That's okay, but stop thinking about it, babe. <laughs> hey, don't kill yourself. <laughs> you don't have to reach your, t- your potential. <laughs> so glad this guy on Twitter thinks it's uh, it's okay to weigh myself every day and that my uh, my weight is healthy and that I I'm so, I'm so sad but I'm so funny. God bless male allies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think this guy ghost writes Emirata and Jamila Jamil. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so that was my dumb bitch of the week. Nice. Uh, you got a tweet? I do. Cool. I'm going to find it. Bobby. going to let me use my phone. Doodle. Snort, right. snort. Who's to snort, snort? Okay. So my tweet of the week is from Isaac at ass underscore dentata. Very funny account. Very funny. Could God create a pussy or bussy so yanking that he himself could not last for more than three seconds? <laughs> <laughs> I know you sent it to me, but it's so fucking funny. Oh, it's so funny. This pussy yanks. <laughs> this pussy yanks. <laughs> he was married. <laughs> Remember when that chick tried to tell Alice that saying this pussy yanks was, like, appropriative? Bonics or something? Yeah, like yeah. AAVE. I was yeah. like, ah. That sounds like something someone whose pussy doesn't yank would say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not 100% sure about that. Yeah, I don't know. That's so funny. I love that account. That guy unfollowed me by accident one time. Oh, yeah. And then he messaged me and was like, LOL, I unfollowed you by accident, but please follow me back. I'm so sorry. I was just unfollowing everybody. That's nice. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, Thank Isaac. you, I was worried. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Somebody... I didn't notice, but I would have been upset if I had noticed. If you had noticed, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So. He was correct in messaging me. Okay. So my tweet of the week is from controversial poster okay. Andrea Lon Chu <gasps> at Theory Girl. All right. And she said, honestly, if she'd go down on you in a theater, she probably would make an excellent mother. Yes. 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 That's true. Let's think about this. Let's parse this out. All right. Moms need to be good at thinking on their feet. Yep. In case of emergency. So, like, you know, you want... When you have a mom, you want, like, what you need is, like, a down bitch. Mm -hmm. You know? So, it's, like, you're... Let's say you're in a theater and there's no one there. And you're, like, okay, what should I do right now? Slap dick. Okay? Okay. Let's think about you're, like, you're out with your kid. Your kid is, like, 
whining or something, and then you're like, what should I do in this circumstance? Give them snacks. Right. It's the same thought process. It's like... You're like, I've been presented with an environment, I need a, a problem, a solution. Exactly. It, it's like you need someone who will, like, take care of others. Yeah, that's like true. Baby, I'm, horny, I'll suck your dick in the theater. A, nur- a nurturer. Yeah. She's this person. Mom, I'm hungry. Okay, I'll buy you a snack. Yeah, clearly this person is comfortable showing physical affection so like the baby won't have that issue where like you know kids that are under two aren't like touched enough they have like (laughs) the like the romanian orphanage like crib thing yeah i know what you mean yeah (laughs) it won't be a problem objectively alanis morissette's pretty hot she probably would have made attractive children she has oh really Mm -hmm. damn i did not know that they're like young but they're like cute okay kids yeah go for her yeah Ottawa, local queen. Bicon. Bicon? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Who'd she fuck? I don't know. She just came out. <laughs> God damn it, Alanis. Uh, that song is so good. There's literally never gonna be and never has been a better breakup song. That, yeah, literally. That's a cold take. I don't care. It's true. Yeah. Sometimes, it, sometimes it's just true. Yep. Eh... Uh, All right. All right. Well, uh, as Ev said, shirts have come in, so we need to pick them up at the post office, and then we'll be mailing them out. Yeah. So if you ordered a shirt, yeah, hop out my mentions. <laughs> Please. Guys, you literally subscribe to a podcast called Dumb Bitch Media. You ordered a shirt that says Dumb Bitch on it. What makes you think I have the skill set to maintain a spreadsheet and go to the post office? It's not a business. I literally just said I've never checked the mail. You know why you guys have been getting the shirts? Just I don't have to open the mailbots to get the fucking delivery notice, dumbass. It's a sticky note. Okay? (laughs) And the chick at the post office is such a cunt that she almost makes me question whether or not I can have working class solidarity with her, okay? She's always like... Do you have photo ID? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I can't accept a health card. I'm like, I can't find my driver's license. And then she's like, do you have proof of address? And I'm like, no, I've only lived in my apartment for a year. And she's like, what? You don't have online bills? And I'm like, I haven't. Well, okay, one second. Let me scroll back in my email. But now there's a line forming. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. So anyways, enjoy your week. I hope it's good. (laughs) Bye. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. <laughs>